Hello and welcome to the latest Leading the Line podcast. I'm your host, Campbell Finlayson, and tonight I'm joined by Motherwell fullback Rachel Connor ahead of the return of the SWPL1 season on Sunday. Rachel, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Um, so obviously we'll come up to the current season and everything that's went on surrounding COVID, of course, but we'll start and go back to sort of the beginning of your career and your time, obviously, like Hamilton, Celtic, Stirling University. How did you first get into um, football? Um, well, from quite a young age, I kind of kicked the ball about with my brother and just at the local park and stuff like that. And I didn't really join a team until I was a bit older, so about 12, 13. First started playing in the school team in primary school and then from there on I realised that I liked it and I wanted to go and play for a team. So I joined the local girls club um, and also played with the boys team within that. And um, this allowed me to like kind of realise that football's what I wanted to do from a young age and then I moved on to the likes of Hamilton and Celtic and Celtic and I went through the youth age groups and then went into the first team and that's when I started playing in the, um, the top league yeah. As you said there you were sort of playing with some boys teams at times did you ever find that there was any not discrimination as such but there was a bit tougher for you to try and fit into the boys obviously there when you know, a lot of people can be quite sexist things. Did you ever find that a bit of a trouble, a bit of a trouble, bit of trouble sorry, to, to find your way in that squad? Yeah, like a lot of boys are like, oh, it's a girl playing football and they're like, oh my God, how are you, how are you playing football? Like, and stuff like that. But, you know, you just kind of put that to the side and you show them like, you can be the exact same as them and that you're capable of being the same level as them as well. So that's really what I done when I was playing with the boys teams. Did you notice a change, sort of, when they saw just how good you were? Did it ever like, make it a bit easier for them to say, kind of accept you into the, into the side? Yeah, like, there were times at training when you'd do something, they'd be like, oh, my God, like, how has she done that? And it kind of made them realise, like, we are able to do stuff that they're able to do. And, you know, it's just kind of them seeing that actually happen and realising that we can be at the same level as them. So who was your first your first proper girls team and how did then you move on to Hamilton from there? Uh, so I played with Glenn for Thistle, um, the girls team. That was like the first year it had been set up for them and I just joined them in a, in a seven-a-side team. Um, and the reason I actually moved on from them is because they didn't have that like pathway for girls to move up into like an under-15s team. They didn't have enough players for that. So it was then that um, I went to went to Hamilton and you know I was there for a year and then from then on I just kind of moved from from uh, Hamilton through to Celtic so yeah. You're still obviously a young player yourself but you've said you say that you've played for a few clubs already and you've played at a high level do you think that's helped you at all this season at Motherwell since obviously the promotion to SWPL1? Yeah it definitely has helped me like from being able to play in the league from a young age like I've gained a lot of experience like the jump is quite quite a big jump going from youth football to women's football in terms of strength speed stuff like that and I've been able to like gain some sort of experience before going into the Motherwell team and that's helped me in my performances and knowing what the league's like and it's also brought a bit more confidence to myself because I know what it's like I know what to expect and I'm able to to like develop from that. What major differences would you say you've noticed between the different clubs that you've been at? Um, well, I'd say they're all great clubs. Um, when I moved, especially from the likes of Glenifer, that was kind of like a more like 
and more kind of like basic team, but moving to the likes of like youth setups with Hamilton and Celtic, like the development they offer there is is great and they work with you individually and been able to like identify areas that I need to improve in my game and then moving to the likes of like first team football with Celtic and Motherwell, like that's just another step above. Like you're able to work individually with coaches and and be able to like look at your own performance and see exactly what you need to improve on in like areas that are say my strengths and stuff like that. So there is differences between the teams, but they've all been they've all been great teams. It's obviously a tough league, um, SWPL one, but how how much do you think your own game has improved to playing at Motherwell week in, week out at that level? Yeah, it's um, definitely improved a lot. Um, I would say um, being able to play week in, week out, um, it allows me to like, try and become more consistent and like it allows me to identify areas of, um, I need to work on because, you know, if you're not playing week in, week out, there's like that's not as easy to do, easy to um, see exactly where you need to improve. But it's also helped confidence-wise. Like a lot of the time, sometimes players just need that bit of confidence to be able to get going and get into form. And, you know, that's helped me a lot in terms of that. So, yeah. Saying it's helped with your, um, with your game and your, your confidence as well. You obviously then were called up to Scotland under the 19 squad. How proud a moment was that for you when you made your debut at that level? Yeah, that's um, such a big achievement for me and it's something I'll, I'll never forget. Like That's something everyone dreams of doing and I'm proud to be able to say that I've been called up and I've played for my national squad. Um, and that as well has allowed me to develop and grow as a person and a player because it's something that not everybody gets the opportunity to do. And, you know, it really has helped me gain confidence as well in terms of that. You obviously had um, a couple of years ago, the, the 19s were the hosts obviously for the European Championships as well. I'm guessing your family would have been at those games. Again, just how pleasing was it for you to not only represent your country at a major tournament, but also to be doing it in your own country? Yeah, I think that just takes it to another level, like being able to play at home, at home grounds in front of your family and friends. Like they were able to come along and support me and see the whole team play. And it was such a big competition to be in the Euro finals as well against great teams and, you know, that's something that, again, like, doesn't come around often. And the fact that I'm able to say that I've, I've been able to do that is is great. And the amount of support we got at those games, the amount of fans, the amount of people's families that got to come and see them and play is just, just amazing. And, yeah, it's something I'll, I'll always remember. You obviously featured them in all three games. And as you talk about the crowds, the, the game at St Mirren against France um, in particular was a real big crowd. Obviously, when you, you scored late on uh, through Emma Craig there, were you really thinking, right, we've got a chance of, if not winning this, at least getting a draw? And then how disappointing was it to go and obviously lose it so late on? Yeah, I mean, the girls were great from the, the start in that game. You know, France are a great team. They obviously went on to, to win it. Um, and it just shows how good a team they are. Um, yeah, and when we when we scored, I was, I was not long on, but that feeling was like, listen, we can we can do this, we can we can work we can work hard like the girls had been and, and we can get a draw and the feeling when that goal went in was obviously disappointing but um we can be proud of the performance we put in that day because to only to only lose two one against them um, France who went on to win it was was great and it was a great performance from the team that day. 
in the end, obviously, that tournament didn't end too well. But again, just how proud of, were you of yourself and the rest of the squad that you showed that you can still compete at that level? Yeah, um, we had a tough a tough group um, in that sense and it was always going to be hard up against those teams who are, who are so good. But the girls were, were amazing. Like Some of the performances we put in, like we can show that. We can show that we can compete with those sort of teams and you know, it allowed us all to learn and work together and realise how good a team we can actually be in terms of that and being able to do it on home ground with people being able to come and support and in that in that sense was was just amazing and the team the team can be proud of themselves looking back at that. Obviously you're one of these players now that I mean you're only twenty one, but again you're then you're now missing out on the under nineteen squad, obviously through your age and you see the likes of Michaela Macaloni's obviously being captain at Spartans, then obviously Jamie Lee Napier um, playing in WSL down south. Do you think they could maybe do uh, another age group sort of between 19s and the first level? Because obviously, as you say, it's tough. Even Jamie Lee, one of the best players there, but has went down and when you're having to play in a league in England where it's, it's a step up from Scotland. Do you think you could do with that sort of just something to bridge the gap from 19s to first team level? Um, yeah, definitely. Obviously, that decision's out of out of all of our hands in that sense. But um, it's quite a big jump in that sense going from 19s and next Scotland squad is the A squad um, but I think it's just about focusing, focusing on yourself and performing at um, club to be able to develop as a player and if you're in those top leagues you're playing against some of those players that are in the A squad and you're able to see like exactly what they do in their game and how, how they've got themselves to that level as well so it is, there is um, a sense you could say there could be an age squad but um in between, but um, in that sense, that there's also aspects that you can go go away and work individually to to reach that real top level. Move forward now on to sort of the start of last season, the season that never was, and there was all a lot of hype, obviously, with the, the revamped um, SWPL Cup and the season kind of started a bit before, obviously, the coronavirus um, hampered that. How much has it been? How much has it affected you? Sorry, with the, the sort of stop-start nature of the last twelve months in women's football. Yeah, I think it's been hard, hard for everyone. Like the stop start, um, I think that's us on what our third pre-season now. Um, in that sense, so it was kind of the sense of we were going, getting ourselves up to that level that we needed to be at, like game sharpness, and we were playing a few games, and then it was stopped. Um, and we weren't able to play, and then it was just kind of going back to that doing your own, your own training, um, your own fitness, following your own plan during lockdown, and like. It was kind of the unknown of when things were going to get back um, in terms of that. And obviously, like, if you're not playing games, like, you can't develop the way you would if you're able to play games and play as a team. So it has been really difficult, but obviously there's nothing you can really do about that. And just had to, you know, work myself and keep myself going in order to, to be the best I can be when games obviously are back up and running. As you say there, obviously it was it was a bit into the unknown when that first lockdown came around and it, you obviously realised that you couldn't keep training with the team. Has that changed at all in the way that you were trying to keep fit during the first lockdown compared to the second and third ones? Have you noticed a change in sort of your own personal routines? Um, yeah, obviously the main goal was to keep myself fit because um, I was in the house doing like online uni as well. So I was like, I need to, need to get myself out and keep fit um, I'd say in the first lockdown there was a lot more like motivation because you obviously you didn't know how long this was going to last um, 
second and third ones, it was more like less motivating because you didn't know when things were going to get back up and running. But you just kind of, it's like the same as everyone. You just have to push through and be able to keep yourself motivated in order to get yourself out and keep fit. Um, because that's really all you can do in these times without being able to go to training and play games is just motivate yourself and try to keep yourself fit. I'm just saying there, trying to balance, um, obviously, your, your football as well as your university work. How much of a challenge did you find that? Yeah, um, that was that was quite a challenge for me. Um, I'm in my third year, so I thought my uni workload was quite quite heavy in, in that sense. But also I looked at it as football was like my break from university in that, in that sense of getting out. Um, been able to focus on myself, take my mind off off the stress of uni, um, and be able to obviously work on my fitness, and then that was allowing me to come back in and be more productive also within my uni work, is as I did have a heavy workload in that. But I think it's been good having having fo- uh, football to to focus on as well. Um, in that sense, it's it's helped me with my uni workload as well. University is obviously a hard enough time, but doing everything doing over Zoom and Microsoft Teams and things like that. How challenging has that been in terms of your academic work, trying to remain motivated to do the same to the same standard, but obviously not very able to get in and see anyone or get the help that you need from lecturers? Yeah, that um, definitely makes a difference. It's like your lecturers are used to go and engaging engaging in a lecture, whereas it was just it was just on Zoom and you're just kind of looking at a screen and I did find that those days I was just sitting and I was I was like, I don't know if I can watch watch another lecture because um, I've just been staring at my computer screen all day. And it is a lot different to what um, university is like in person, but obviously there was nothing we could do. And it was just a case of adapting to that situation and realising that we can't actually be in person with um, each other. And, and yeah, it was just getting on with it. Obviously, um, adapted to it, as you've said, and then the football come back in the summer there and you're thinking, right, we've, we're late summer, we'll get a winter season coming up. And then, obviously, that was curtailed as well. Just how frustrating was it to have got the, the few games played and then have to stop everything all over again? Yeah, that was it was really frustrating in the sense that, you know, we're, we, we were looking forward to being back. We played a few games and we were feeling good about that. Um and, and obviously it was out, out of our control, like health and health and safety of everyone comes first. But um, the sense of we'd got ourselves um, game fit, sharpness was back um, in that sense. And, you know, not being able to play again was was quite um, hard to take. But obviously it was just down to the, the, the safety of everyone. Obviously, Motherwell had a great season a couple of years ago and getting to the cup final and then getting promoted and had a really solid first season. The second one's been a wee bit tougher and obviously just the one win so far against Hearts. How have you found the season from Motherwell's point of view? Um, obviously, with COVID and that, it's been a bit start-stop. Um, um, beforehand, we were just kind of grateful to be getting game time under our belt and in what was a difficult year for um, everyone. But... In this sense, I think we've had a we've had quite a few new faces in within the past, within like the start of this season, and um, we are quite a young team. Um, so, the first part of this season has 
has seen us um, gelling together and developing in that sense. And although we have wanted to pick up more points, it's more we're looking on how can we can improve this and obviously build on getting more points in these upcoming games and putting in good performances, which we know we can do as a team and improve on ourselves for the upcoming fixtures. You say there as well, Mother, but we've got quite a youthful squad and there's been there's been a couple of heavy defeats in there. Do you think that sort of lack of experience plays a part in that? Um, there's always that sense of not having those experienced ones in there, but as a young team, we're all we're all really capable of playing at this level and you know, we are quite a new team in that sense, and I think it's just about us gelling together, um being able to, you know, get ourselves um into that form that we know we can play in in that sense obviously experience does help and in, in in terms of that but as a young team we know we know we're capable of um, competing at that level and yeah that's what we're looking to do in these upcoming fixtures and see there's been a bit of a tough season with the defeats and no one obviously likes losing but how, how have you found it like how would you bounce back from from the defeats you've had to think that also helps then with the togetherness in the squad yeah, definitely. It helps with the togetherness in the squad. Like, obviously, no one likes losing. Um, as a team, we, we definitely don't like losing. But um, we're able to just get group, get together, regroup, and, you know, kind of motivate ourselves and motivate each other and say, like, we don't want to be feeling like this um, in terms of that and, and being able to work and improve our game and lift each other up. And we can better performances and get get more wins in the, the league, which is obviously exactly what we're looking to do. See, there obviously it's not been it's not been easy, but do you think maybe that this second break, obviously no one wants to stop playing football, but do you think this break has maybe helped with the score and it allows you then once you've got back in to sort of work on the things that you know you need to improve for, for coming back for the, the second half of the season as it will be? Um yeah, I'd say the break was kinda like um What's kind of taken us obviously apart is we weren't allowed to train as a team, but been able to get back in, regroup and really identify areas where we need to work on and our strengths within the game. Um, you know, we are working really hard right now as a team um, to improve ourselves and in that sense, and hopefully we will see the benefits to come in the, the next few games. I see that obviously you've eventually been allowed back into play, but that then, of course, means COVID testing. How have you found the testing so far? Uh, yeah, um, I think if you ask anyone, the testing isn't isn't the best part. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're grateful to be able to be allowed to get tested and be allowed to play. Um, in that sense, uh, the testing isn't, isn't the best part of it. <laughs> As you say, that obviously it's, it's not great, but in terms of then being back on the pitch, just how, how happy are you to be back playing again and, and seeing the girls, obviously, each week? Yeah, it's, um, it's brilliant being able to get back. You don't realise how much you actually miss it um, until until you can't do it. Um, but being able to get tested and get back in, you know, it just lifts your mood that extra bit. Um, when you're allowed to go and socialise with your teammates and play football, it's like, you know, everything everything you love doing you're able to get back to that, which is which has helped so much. It just makes you feel so much better and in that sense and as a team, like we're just we're just so happy to be back at playing.
obviously um, friendlies are they're not quite the same as, as competitive games but in terms of getting back out to actually be able to, to play a game of football again how good has that been seeing that after all these months that you've been away from the game yeah definitely um, obviously you can do as much fitness training as, as you want but really it's that game sharpness you need you need to be playing friendlies to um, to be able to get back to the game sharpness you need and being able to get back out and play is like it's just it's just brilliant. Um, you've been able to just do something you love, and even in friendlies, like we're able to to work together and be able to, you know, develop as a team. And um, it just it's just um great being able to get back out playing. Um, the competitive action, of course, resumes on Sunday. You're playing a uh, Fordford, who at the start of the season beat you four two there, but. Do you think now that obviously it's both teams have had the break, do you think it'll be maybe a bit more even again and you can show that you're, you're better than that first meeting earlier on in the season? Yeah, obviously that first meeting was um, disappointing for us. We know that that should have been a better result for us, but we can only look at um, the game coming up um, this weekend and know that we can we can perform and we can take that game to them. And we know that they're a, they're a good physical team, but we know that we'll, what we can do is is um, we can compete with them and you know we can show that maybe that result wasn't wasn't our best performance and you know that we can can go out and compete against teams like that and um we're able to to hopefully get the three points and that will be a good start to our first games back. Some of those um, home games this season have been played through in Airdrie. How have you found playing at the Pennycar Stadium? Yeah, it's a, it's a great stadium. Um, it's um, a big pitch. It allows us to um, be able to like work on our game in the sense of that and allows more space for us. But um, it's a great stadium and, you know, we're comfortable playing there now. Um, so, yeah, it's good. It's good to be being able to play there. Mentioned, obviously, the Forfair game, but looking ahead after that, what are the club's realistic aims, do you think, for the rest of this season? Um, I'd say the club's aims for this season is obviously to um, first of all get back playing and get out there and get um, minutes under our belt as a team um, because obviously when we're out getting game time it's going to allow us to develop develop as a team and we want to pro- progress in terms of performance and as a unit to be able to put in consistent performances which is um, just what we probably lacked um, at the start of the season we obviously specifically want to pick up more points than we did in the first season, which is um, what we're all determined to do. And, you know, it's just kind of put in performances that show that we can really compete in that league. Um, but it's the case of just taking each game as it comes because there obviously is a quick turnover. The game's coming up and really to just develop as a team and progress and get better and better. You obviously got two very well experienced coaches. How have they helped you think in sort of in terms of improving Malibu's performance for for the rest of the season coming back? Yeah, uh-huh. um, they're very good coaches. Um, they're able to you know help us help identify areas we need to improve in, and even individually, they're able to help us individually in in that sense. And you know, it's just about moving forward and being able to. To identify areas where we need to we need to work on and um they've been able to do that and you know we're moving forward and in that sense to be able to um, to, to to perform every week 
as you say, they, they can help kind of help you with specific areas of your own game. What areas do you think are your strongest, and where do you think you need to improve? Um, probably say, you know, as a fullback, um, I'd probably say one v one defending. I would, I'm quite good in that sense. Let's just say that's one of my strengths. Um, and you know, that's something I also look to develop more in my game is come up against some really good wingers and really good players in our league. And that's something that, that I can always improve on in that sense as well. But I'd probably say an area I need to work on is, um, you know, just overall, all, overall game, just in, in that sense, like I'm always looking to improve. Um, I know that I can always do better in every aspect on the pitch. So, yeah, that's that's, that's it really. Spoke about the club's aims, obviously, you're saying that you're hoping to just kind of improve your overall performance, but have you got any specific aims for, from a personal point of view for the rest of the season? Um, obviously, it's to get back playing and, you know, an aim for me is to just um, be able to get minutes um, within the team. Um, it's a really competitive team. We've got players in all positions and, you know, I'm just looking to get back out there and get minutes under my belt and be able to to put in performances and help the team um, perform well. Um, and obviously, I'm still still quite young, um, so I'm still looking to develop. Um, in that sense, I know I can always improve in like, those certain areas I need to work on. Um, but it's just really about um, being able to go out and you know perform consistently um, as a young player, which is it's what my aim is to do. Yeah, we wish you all the best for the game on Sunday, Rachel. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Um, Mother will restart the season against Forfar Farmington and Airdrie on Sunday. Not yet sure if that game will be streamed, but if it, if it is, I'm sure you'll find out via leading the line. But for now, thanks very much.